You're listening to Holistic Business Matters with Helen Harding, the show for complementary practitioners, therapists and coaches wanting to run their business in their way. Hello and welcome to episode 35 of Holistic Business Matters. I'm Helen Harding and this week we're talking about how you can value yourself and your services as a therapist, a coach, a holistic health practitioner. And it's not unusual for practitioners to undervalue themselves, undervalue their services. They feel that as humans, we all deserve to be happy and healthy, which we absolutely do. But actually, you need to value your services and what you offer your clients in order to be able to make a living as a practitioner. The work that we do is just too important for us not to be making a decent living and thriving. And value isn't just about money. It's also how you feel about the work that you do and how you make that difference in the world and owning it. So over the next few episodes, I'm going to be covering this topic from different angles and looking at valuing yourself and helping you make a living as a practitioner. So this week we're talking about valuing yourself, but we're also going to be looking at money mindset and also how to price your services. So let's start off by looking at the cost to you of becoming a practitioner. Now, last weekend I spoke at the Herbal Medicine Conference And I got the herbalists that were present to do this exercise. And it was actually quite shocking how expensive their training was. So there were feedback from people sharing figures from anything from about £10,000 to £60,000 in order for them to do the work they do. So I challenge you to do this exercise too. I want you to estimate roughly how much it costs you to train as a practitioner. So think about things like how much the training was in the first place. And also, what were the costs of all of the books and the materials you needed to buy in order to do the course? Did you need any specialist equipment in order to train? Add all these together And also there would have been other costs, so things like professional body memberships, insurance, all of those sorts of things add up. And if you were somebody who wasn't working and decided to train full time, what's the cost or the opportunity cost of not being able to work at that time? Or if you reduced your hours so that you could train, you know, how much did it cost you in terms of lost income to be able to train as a practitioner. Now, some of the costs you might come to may not be as high as some of the herbalists because they're doing a four-year medical degree, but actually it's still likely to be a significant amount. You've made a huge investment financially and from your time and your energy and everything else in order to be a practitioner. That has value. The next thing to, to think about is When you set your practice up or when you set your clinic up, were there any additional costs that you needed to invest? So did you have to buy any additional equipment or did you 
have to invest in furniture, anything like that. Add that to the total cost of you becoming a practitioner. The next thing to think about is how much it costs you to carry on, to continue being a practitioner. And I'm not talking about your overheads for your business. I'm just thinking about those costs that are specific to you as a practitioner. There's that continuous investment that you need to pay for year in, year out so that you can safely work with people and continue to develop your skills. So that's the next exercise is actually sit down and work out how much that all comes to. So include things like your memberships to professional bodies, insurance, uh, things like data protection, any continual professional development you have to do or training that you have to do in order to maintain those skills. Those are all your ongoing costs. So how much does that come to a year so that you can just continue to work as a practitioner? So as I said before, value is not just about the financial investment that you make in order to become a practitioner. There's also the other things that are part of your value. So what qualifies you to do the work you do? How you help your clients isn't just about that qualification as a practitioner. There's years of different experiences and life experiences that make you individual, that make you unique. So what are all of those things that add together to help you be the practitioner that you are now? I suggest making a note of all of those different things because they qualify you to help your clients and include everything, include things like your hobbies as well. So if you look at me, you know, I work as a practitioner. So that personal development, all of those years of training in that helped me to become a better marketer and help my clients with some of the mindset stuff that goes on when it comes to marketing a business. But equally, my marketing helps me be a better practitioner because it gives me an understanding of the people that I work with and the type of jobs they do. And all of that ties in. I'm one person and all of these skills link together to help me do what I do. So the next thing to review when it comes to your value is what is the value of the results that you achieve for your clients? So many people have invested time and money and energy trying to resolve their issues before they came and saw you. So for them, if you've helped them, there's going to be a massive value in that. And a great way to remind yourself and reinforce this value, the value to your clients, is to keep some sort of file or folder of all of the great testimonials and the client stories so that if there's ever a time where you're not really feeling it or you're feeling a bit low on yourself, look at them, remind yourself about all the great work that you're doing and how happy you've made your clients because it will help you. So have a way of constantly reminding yourself of that value, especially if you need that confidence boost. So keep all of this in a place how much it costs you to train, how much it costs you to stay being a practitioner, all of those skills that you bring to your practice that are outside just your practitioner training and also that feedback, those client stories, those testimonials, 
All of those things combined will help you to own your value and reflect on it regularly. Remind yourself of why you deserve to make a living, why you deserve to be a great practitioner. And if you don't value the work that you do and the change that you facilitate in your clients, why would anyone else? So really start to own that value and it's going to communicate confidently through everything you do with your clients, through all of your marketing. And it's going to help people to be attracted to come and work with you because you're confident in your value. There's a great quote by David Greenberg, which is, if I do a job in 30 minutes, it's because I spent 10 years learning how to do that in 30 minutes. You owe me for the years, not the minutes. This is what owning your value is all about. It's recognizing how much has gone into you becoming the practitioner you are. So it's really worthwhile doing these exercises and really owning that value. So much of the work I do with my clients is about owning their value. And I'm really excited to be telling you about a new program that I've got coming up at the end of October 2020. And it's an eight week practical program where you're going to be doing the work. And it's all about resetting your business for success. And it's for you if you've been struggling or floundering recently and you're getting to a place where you're not sure which way to turn or you feel that it's getting to a point where you need to go out and find a proper job. Maybe you're struggling to find clients or you've invested years and tens of thousands of pounds but still struggle to make a living as a practitioner. Then check out my program. You're going to be learning how to find clients quickly for your business. We're going to be looking at packaging and pricing your services so that you make more money. We're also going to be adapting and simplifying your marketing so that it's effective both online as well as offline. And I'm going to help you get past those mindset blocks around being visible and also valuing yourself. And it's about helping you to thrive, not just survive as a practitioner. I'm going to guide you through the whole process to create your marketing and make sales in a way that feels ethical and filled with integrity. And you're going to finish this program with a personalized plan to actually start finding clients and make 2021 a success. So if that sounds like a great program for you, I'll put links in the show notes. Come and have a look. If you've got any questions, drop me an email and I'd love to see you on it. So as always, for a full blog post and show notes on this episode, visit helenharding.co.uk forward slash podcast 35. And if you did enjoy the episode, please subscribe. And I'd really appreciate it if you took a couple of minutes to leave me a review because it's going to help the show to get discovered. So until next time, take care and I'll speak with you soon. If you enjoyed this week's episode, come and join me in our Facebook group, Holistic Business Matters, and join our community of like-minded practitioners, coaches, and therapists, and be inspired and supported to create your business in your way.